word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day are as follows. The first one, unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. American, like duh, American. Duh, American. You get it? Yeah. An utterly foolish or senseless, often racist, racist person who comes from the United States and knows nothing about the rest of the world. Oh, God. Generally a complete moron. I can only so, a Demerican. That's I, a very European word. I did this for fun <laughs> when I was up in Canada sometimes. They're just You pick and choose your spots because obviously they'll look at you like, what the hell? And mm-hmm. then other times they'll know they're in jest. So, like, when we're leaving this bar called the Parrot, they had a little head of, like, what you put. Like, you know how you mount deer, mount fish? Mm-hmm. There was one of Trump's head, and people would, like, put, like, silly glasses on it and underwear stringing across his face and whatever. And I just remember walking out of the Parrot one night just, that's so fucking disrespectful to my president, <laughs> all right? And I remember leaving, I was just like, that's why we're going to buy this place. And people were just laughing, and then I kind of laughed it off with them, and I was like, yeah, we're half serious. We're just crazy enough that we might. We tried buying Greenland. Canada's next. Colonizing everywhere. USA Junior. <laughs> JV. U- just America, USA to- America JV. <laughs> that's really what it would become. Is just, it would ju- we just call it, because we're so original here, we just call it New USA. Or It'd like be cool. New It'd, America. I'd be down because it would improve our basketball team. <laughs> I'll take it. We could probably pluck a couple people from soccer to help out a little bit there. Maybe some uh, CFL players want to come down and play football. We need to come up with a list of athletes that are dumb. Ameri- what is it, dumb Americans? Dumb Americans. Yeah, dumb Americans. That's awesome, though. If you think about it, if we just bought Canada and we got the CFL, that's eight teams right there. Boom, we're at 40. <laughs> Conference expansion. Every every division gets another team. You'd have to kind of reorient them mm-hmm. down in the southern states, but the north would be predominantly Canadian So this teams is why we there. shouldn't be president, because we'd be trying to buy, like, just Greece alone so we could have Giannis. I mean, we'd, we'd get them out of debt, and then we'd have Giannis on our national team as well. I don't see any problems with that. Yeah. No problems whatsoever. All right, next word of the day, daffing, which is what we're engaging in right now. Merriment, playful behavior, or foolishness. So it's daffing to think that the Ameri- that America could buy any, any other country. We probably could, but no country is going to take us seriously, I should mm. say, when it comes to that. I still like it, though. It's the idea of, like, throwing in a state to be l- named later, like a real base, <laughs> like a trade. <laughs> We're thinking about Montana. We might be throwing them one of the Dakotas. We're not sure. Logistically, <laughs> yeah. South Dakota doesn't make sense, but they're really digging their heels in, and they want South Dakota Just real bad. Just give us one month to think about it. <laughs> Please. All right. Well, uh, as you as you can tell, Flan's out today um, on draft day. No big deal. He's running late at work, and then he's got to run home and get ready for the draft. So, Mateo... Is filling in on a Wednesday. Thank you, Mateo. Are you ready to go? Yep. Let's get it on. Like a sit, see me rolling two pack. I'ma get it on my own. Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean. See, shell, had to get it myself. At the house, since a young and I've been paying my bills. For the longest, I don't need you. All you niggas see through. Round up my fuckers, I can wait through. Too much money to be making, need it wide. Work for myself, like all you niggas sign it. Nigga, you probably can Google me, eh? Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh? Wake up, like, what are you doing today? I'm making first to economy, eh? I'ma go back to hiatus. If these juice won't play this, might die, might die. I repeat my day. Oh, yeah. I'll wait for you. 
And welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes, sponsorship free, because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I am joined in person by my friend and co-host, in that order, Matteo Pulverari. I didn't think I'd be doing this an hour ago. You didn't think you'd be doing it an yeah. hour ago. I, just, you know, I, thought I'd be, I thought I'd be reading your rules to your draft. I, I probably wouldn't. I'd still procrastinate like 10 minutes before. I'd be like, okay, I should read the rules. The good news is is that much like a bullpen, you just stay ready. We just have to make the phone call and say, hey, get the lefty loose, although you're right-handed. So get the lefty loose. And <laughs> no, I throw know. left. No, you Actually, you're, yeah, okay. you're spot on. So, yeah, and then they know. They just give you the – you right, know, now yeah, I give yeah. the tap on the wrist, and you're coming out, and oh, now we're playing we're playing Jogs the game. to my car. We are good to go, Mateo. All right, it is – the eve of the fantasy, or no, it is actually the fantasy draft football player. draft for co- Cohort Sports Report. I'm excited. I hope you, you're excited. We've added two new teams this year. So we've got 12, well, a total of four new four new teams coming in, but we expanded two teams. Now we're up to 12. The Kitties, 240. I'm splitting that 190, uh, or one, 185, whatever, whatever 75, 25 is. That's how it's getting split, okay? So everybody makes the playoffs. All 12 teams make the playoffs. Top four seeds get a bye. So you, if you're in the top four seed, you don't have to worry about fantasy in this league for week 13. So my goal is to be the worst team and then run the table. Oh, if you want. So, so if you I... think you can do it. If you think Sounds you can like do challenge. that, for sure. All right, so let's get started with the Alpha, Beta, Zeta. Flan's not here, but we're still bringing gratitude to the show. Number one, the Alpha has to be fantasy football dreams. We're all wondering what spot we're going to be drafting in. The board doesn't shuffle up here for about another 40 minutes or so. The the order's randomized an hour before the draft. So we're really cutting it close with this podcast, but we live by the extreme, so it's okay. Are you going to so, break into our, the pod to announce the draft fa- order? No, no. I, I could actually. News. I probably should. That would be great content, speaking of which. So thank you, by the way. I'm opening up that tab right now, getting that ready to go. I was thinking fantasy football dreams. Just do you, So you want to be in the front of the draft, the back of the draft. You definitely don't want to be stuck in the bumfuck middle like picks. I'm gonna say right now, picks four through or five through nine. You do not want to be mm, at. None of you do not want to be in the. You do not want to be in the no man's land where you have to wait that long between picks and you're just picking the best of the rest. You want to be one through four or nine through twelve and be able to be able to know that you're gonna get some guys here. Bang bang, turn around. Especially with the way a snake trap works. What lies I told Mateo. I know I'm pulling up the league right, right I'm now. I'm opening it too. One okay. hour and 33 minutes and 49 seconds until the draft opens. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been waiting on this since Bobo beat Chris last year in week 17 for the championship of the, of the inaugural cohort sports report fantasy football league. <laughs> Hillary's hit, man. <laughs> our, beta, our beta this week or for this episode is fantasy football reality because, you know, contrary to the dreams and everything, the hopes you get, there's a good chance that you probably will get shafted with those middle picks there in the middle in the mid rounds of picks where you don't want to be the no man's land. There's a good chance that that, that player that you reached for in the second or third round is probably going to get hurt in week three or suspended because, again, this is the NFL and you just can't predict absolutely dick all what goes on but the problem for me is that's, that's the fantasy football pessimist right the fantasy football reality I'm it's like what, trying to keep my ha- eyes up what the whole pants thing oh yeah out. i know it's very hot in the garage right now and i'm wearing pants i should have made the switch to shorts here you there like you, you gave me a pre-warning i did i did i, but gave I you looked up from my phone and all of a sudden like, dude, I see it pants is, it is like, Wait a minute. hot right now true story there was a kid in math class in high school who scarred the shit out of me every day well, not every day. Uh, damn near every class, this fool would whip out his balls and try and get me to look at the br- the brain thing underneath the desk. <laughs> Worked about 50% of the time. 
After a while, I was just like, he just wants you to look at his dick. Stop, stop, stop. And then I was able to stop looking at his dick, but or his balls. But that was, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Is he'd get me Rex Raffinelli in math class. The people who know me from high school and know Rex know exactly what was going on because I was not the only one getting exposed to those balls. I hope he's like a CEO somewhere. He's doing all right now. He's like a freelance photographer in the city. Oh, okay. Cool guy. Nice. But still, no way. I know him personally. Weird preteen. <laughs> anyway, before I interrupted your rant. No, just talk about fantasy football reality. That's it. You come yeah. in with a bunch of dreams and hopes, and, and then you look at what happens, and you're just like, oh, shit. No, you make a really good point about I get really attached to the roster, and then you get into the sunk cost of things, and you're like, okay, I drafted this guy in the third round. I can't give up on him. That's a week right. seven move, right, right, where you're looking at the matchups, and you're stupid. like, I really need to jump off of this pick yeah. right here. Yeah. yeah, I totally get it. Now, the Zeta is going to be fantasy football drafts in general because – there's a general consensus on how the first three to four rounds should go and then just throw the throw it throw mm-hmm. everything else out the window. There will be that one wild card in there who all of a sudden starts drafting a tight end in round six, or you have somebody reach for a quarterback in round nine, or a defense gets picked. You it's you have no idea what people on the other end are. Some people I think about the Joker's quote or I mean uh, the the quote from Batman. I think it was Albert who's talking to, to Batman. I forget which one it is, but it's some people just like to watch the world burn. Mm-hmm. And it's you have those people in your draft lobbies who are just like, I feel pretty comfortable with the picks I've made so far. Let's throw a giant curveball in there. And then you watch the next five or six people overreact as that follows. And it never gets old, but it's just the zany-ass world of fantasy football drafts. Yep, it's mock draft snobs out there that complain when you go through and you do the whole thing and you're like, oh, well, let's see how this plays out. And then somebody takes somebody and they, they everybody starts bitching about it with the group think. You just don't know what it's going to go. You really do you really have to don't. avoid group think. Yeah, it's you the do. scariest it's thing. Tough. It's good to go with the flow of group think for the first first three rounds because you're probably picking top top level running backs, wide receivers, and then you're on your own. And then the floaties come off, and you're in the deep end, mm-hmm. and it's, hey, draft your team and get ready to go for this season, okay? And then all of a sudden, you're sitting there with Andre Ellington, and you're like, wait a minute, he's not even on a team. So we have the Alpha, Beta, Zeta would be fantasy football dreams, fantasy football reality, and fantasy football drafts. I just do want to make this note real quick before we move on, because we are expressing this episode due to the nature of the fact that we have a draft coming up soon. Hand up. I signed up for Anytime Fitness, so thank you. Going to be getting my fit life yeah, on. Yeah, there you go. We'll, we'll, we'll check right. back in on the gains as we go along. We're going to see what's going to happen. My thing is I want to get in shape, but I don't want to get so big to where none of my clothes fit. Uh, right? that's, that or where the clothes become too tight. I just want to become equal parts chiseled and sexy, equal parts still fitting in the clothes that I currently own. Well, that's why you need to do what I did. I just got You get really big, and then you start losing weight, and then you're like, okay, well, most of the clothes that I have are going to be really big, so then I get to go downsize, and then I feel better about myself, even, oh, though, that's I'm not even, a natu- even though I'm not an average like human being on the scale. I just, I'm still I, obese. I have a very awkward build to begin with, right? Like I have long legs. I have a long torso. I don't, I'm not saying I have super wide shoulders, but they're also not super narrow. It's just a long, awkward torso. My legs are equally long, so pants shopping is never fun. Well, I don't want my butt to get too big because then you can't put on pants. Yeah, you run into that with doing – I've started to experience that with leg day. Exactly, yeah, you, right? i got to pick and choose find, my spots right? on leg day. Be? Maybe just go twice as hard on shoulder day and then skip leg day. Just well, do, no, you just don't do like biceps. Just, 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 just curls. It's, yeah. just anytime you're in doubt at the gym, just yeah, start oh, hitting some curls. Hammer some curls seriously, out. Seriously, when I get in there and I'm like, today's going to be chest day, I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling – you know, I'm just going to do biceps yeah. for an hour and a half. And just, it's the stupidest thing, but you feel good after You it. feel amazing As long as you feel good, that's what matters. All the glamour muscles for yep. sure, 100%. And then the, the other note I have here is somebody remind me to call Comcast within the oh. next two <laughs> days for the sob story for NFL Red Zone because I forgot. You need to do it for a, just for 
for content purposes. I forgot. Right, right? record the phone call. Yeah, just for something for Sunday. You can and, play it for us and blurp and out all. Where, yeah, you know, then, oh, then there's so some great. pressure. That's a that's a fantastic idea, Mateo. Yeah. I'll blurp out all the important all the important details of all the all the contract information and whatnot. That might be if they're allowed to record me for training purposes. I should be allowed to record them <laughs> for content purposes. So there you go. Rip, you just you have to yeah. remind me for that. Yeah, that would be hilarious if you if after they give you the can you be recorded? You do the can yeah. can you report? Is it okay if I record you for my podcast? Huh? Okay. Well then, how about you turn off your recorder? Wink, wink, because I know you won't. That's how we gain an extra viewer. Yes. Get all of Comcast on there now. You trying to be featured on a podcast? Super popular in Sonoma County. Can't say about anywhere else, but I know Sonoma County it is. Now, shouts out to the rest of the cohort statewide, statewide. We got you. All right, Mateo. One quick talking point before we move on. Uh, a certain running back, and this might have some fantasy football implications as long as some real-world implications there. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott signs with the Dallas Cowboys. Six years, $90 million. How much of it is guaranteed? Oh, I didn't see the guaranteed number. I just Once I saw the, was it, $90 million? Six, six years, $90 million. Yeah, once I saw the $90 million, I kind of blacked out. Somebody, show, somebody grab Le'Veon Bell real quick. Make sure that he's okay because this is how you're supposed to do a holdout, right? Jerry Jones had the money the whole time. He just wanted the extra headlines and attention for the Cowboys. No, but Zeke wanted some time off. Jerry's close to like passing, going on to a <laughs> to a bigger end zone in this guy. Like he doesn't give a shit. Jerry Jones looking like melted butter. His face gotta, is looking like it, melted butter you, and leather mixed together. I could imagine his son was looking over at Jerry. He's like, Jerry, are you calling Zeke? Yeah. You can't call Zeke. This is a negotiation, Jerry. Yeah. Just the whole time. That Johnny Walker Blue makes you do some funny stuff right. once you're about half a bottle deep. And we know Jerry, you know, that's just Jerry for breakfast. Jerry, so, a couple hookers. How much How much Johnny Walker do you think that guy drinks? Oh, a ton. At yeah. this point of life. It's just. Probably it's, wakes, it's, he probably has a fount, uh, water fountain If of he it. doesn't drink it, that's what I'm saying. If he's at the point now where if he doesn't drink it, he gets the shakes. Like, and it has mm-hmm. to be with every meal. Like, maybe it's just one of those where it's just like, oh, you know, Jerry. Likes to have his uh, morning uh, morning eggs and sausage with uh, with a glass of orange juice and a and you know his normal thing a Johnny Walker like that what a what a mix there, Man. good for Jerry Jones though having the money to be able to pull that off so Zeke gets paid we'll see how he goes I know he's for certain on my draft board but we'll see we'll see what happens Siri what are you doing you are tripping out there girl all right well Siri's acting up but no no worries that just caught me off guard there real bad. All right, so yeah, hey, Mateo is uh, is Zeke on your board? I know we had to go. We got we got American Ninja Warrior up on the TV. We got some equipment issues here. Every, everything's hitting the haywire. Oh yeah, he's a top five pick. He's top a, five pick for yeah, you? Yeah, he was a top five pick even with the holdout. I wasn't really. You worried. were gonna pick was, him regardless. I was hoping he'd be good value, but he was still getting. If somebody was on auto draft in the league, usually at five or six, he was still getting auto draft. So he yeah. wasn't falling out of the top ten like I was hoping. Yeah, no, that's a good. That's a good pick. I, I'm definitely gonna be looking for him. If he's there, I'm taking him. I'm not saying I'm. I'm for certain going out and saying, hey, I need to stake out my claim in Zeke. But if he's there, definitely grabbing him just because you can't. I, I mean, with that offensive line. And uh, what's going on, um, you know, on the offensive side of the ball now that, that, that they got Amari Cooper to help out through the air, the offense is going to open up for Zeke mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. So, all right. So that'll do it for the lone talking point. Now it is time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked. I'm the street's voice out west. The Nationals scored seven runs in the ninth last night to beat the New York Mets. While that doesn't sound too cool, what's crazy is that 
This season, teams that were leading by six runs or more in the bottom of the ninth have been 274-0. And going into it, the Nationals were 0-775 when trailing by six or more runs in the ninth. And the Mets are 806-0 when leading by six or more runs in the bottom of the ninth. Okay, so you started to cut out there towards the middle. So the Nationals were, were winless. What was the Winless. what was the overall record though? Zero and what? Zero and seven hundred and seventy-five. Zero and seven hundred seventy-five all time trailing by six going into the ninth. Is that what you're bottom saying? Bottom of the ninth. Going, going in the, the bottom, bottom of the ninth. ninth. Yep. And the Mets are undefeated, but how many games did they play? They were. Or they were. They were eight hundred and six and oh. Oh, you hate to see it. Eight oh six and one now. We love to see it. That's why we do sports. Oh, okay. I was going to say, just in the name of dominance. Sorry, sucks. Mets fans. Yeah, it sucks to be a Mets fan. I mean, they're playing hot right yeah. now. They're fine. They it, get a has, good. it has sucked to be a Mets fan. But yes, mm-hmm. in the greater it's just sucked to be a New York sports fan. Wouldn't know, though. Been winning championships over here. Yep. Speaking, I mean, you know, whatever. Speaking of championships, I'm taking it this year. What, the Lattles Locks? Yep. You think so? All right, in one second. Thank you for alluding to that real quick. <laughs> do we do want to get your feet? We do want to get your words on and your your words your feelings your thoughts everything you everything your diary make us your diary about jared goff signing an extension with the los angeles rams go off i'm, draw, I'm, I'm drawing a unicorn on you in my head right now oh. you are not my diary just whatever i mean that's just what the sports coming to and that's what sports are coming to people are getting paid big amount of money to do to play a game is is he the guy though uh apparently the rams think that he is I think the Rams think he's the type of guy that can run McVay's offense. He's not necessarily the guy, but like you said, due to the market and where things have gone and how how out of hand things have gotten, that this money to Jared Goff is justified. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing, too, is, like you said, he can run McVay's offense. It's kind of – I mean, I hate to say it because I'm going to sound like every other person, but if you put Tom Brady in a different offense, does he do what he does? If you put Michael Vick in a different offense back when he was going off in Atlanta – does he do what he does? You saw what happened to Kaepernick, you know? I'd say the first two, probably, probably Kaepernick would be interesting. Tom Brady is just a natural God-given talent and hard work, you know, the the hard work that, that produces that type of talent and that type of result. And Mike Vick was just, he was just special. He I, was just ridiculously special, man. I think what's different with uh, Goff or difficult with Goff is I went and looked at the touchdown-interception ratio, and it's like he's 60 to like 17 somewhere since uh, – McVay took over, but and he's over 63% completion rate as well. But you see him miss so many easy throws because of the way uh, McVay schemes things. So it's it's you have that the missing you, of the you, throws. You keep going back and forth on it. That's rough. But then I can make this. You can draw this line, right? Because you look in the you look within the division and you look at Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's a lot of similarities that can be made there with two young guys having young hotshot coaches that you're not really sure who well, the that, credit, that where, where the credit's go supposed to go. Yeah, you're not sure if it's more if it's more coaching or more talent. But I will say this: Jared Goff has at least gotten to a Super Bowl and has demonstrated the ability alone to stay healthy and be out there on the field. Where again, Jimmy G has had the injury questions, and I mean, you know. So I would say that. A little bit. I have a little bit more faith in the Rams justifying and giving this money to Jared Goff than at the time when I reacted, and I still feel that way about the Niners giving that money to Jimmy G. Yeah, now, I understand that's what the market dictates. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the big thing. And if Jimmy G had another big season, then you're looking at some crazy Kirk Cousins numbers, too. I mean, you're sometimes you're trying to get a jump on the market, process over results as well. 
that Kirk, that Kirk Cousins contract will forever might forever go down as one of the worst ever in I mean most profitable for a player but the worst as far as franchise decision making goes. We'll see maybe a year two. I mean we're so we're so knee jerk on things too. Absolutely not. What are you talking about? We only pick Super Bowl winners from preseason. So it's okay, you know. Speaking of knee-jerk and reactionary, Tim, you were talking smack, and the return of Lytle's Locks is back. That's redundant there. Uh, so Lytle's Locks has returned. There you go. I won it last year. I don't remember. I have the numbers over here in one of the old little notepads. Uh, I can look that up if we're really trying to we're trying to get historian on that. So here's the deal. Same thing as last year. Two college picks, two pro picks. And then we all have one wild card pick to break any possible ties that might be going on towards the end here. Tim, we are going to remain silent because we are going to be getting on the phone with Billy here in a second to rekindle the official Lytle's Locks. But I did send you a list of games, and I want to get who you're picking and why. Let's start off with the first one. Number 25, Nebraska, traveling to Boulder, Colorado, and giving and, get, and getting four points from the uh, or giving four points, excuse me, to the Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah, I'm taking Nebraska. <laughs> you think Scott Frost has turned it around that fast? I don't know if he's turned it around that fast, but I just don't. From what I saw in Colorado last week, they're not what they have been in the past. There's no Cordell Stewart there to help him out. Interesting. I wonder if the same thing happens in Colorado at, at Buff. I mean, at Boulder, that usually happens with Denver on Sundays, and that'll be something interesting to look forward to at least for the first month of the season. So. You're taking Nebraska. All right, your next pick, number six, LSU, plays number nine, Texas. We're going to find out if the Longhorns are back. Vegas don't think long, so. Long, long, long shot for the Longhorns. Lose. Yeah. So you're going to take LSU. So LSU is giving six and a half points to Texas at home. So Texas is at home. That's cool. Yeah. You still think so? I still think so. Horns down, huh? Horns down. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, cool. No hook them. We're going to go Tigers. Yeah, Coach, Coach O. Guy. Coach O guy. All right, here's where we move into the NFL. We have the Los Angeles Rams going on the road week one against the Carolina Panthers, where the Panthers are getting two and a half points at home. Well, the $100 million arm is going to maybe throw one touchdown and two picks, but I really think that new dual threat at halfback is going to carry the Rams to a six-point victory. Who's the new halfback that they got? Uh, Dar. Oh, Henderson. Uh, yeah, Darrell Henry. Yeah. Oh, I can't okay. Remember. Okay, I got He's you. going. He's going very high in drafts. See, I feel like uh, a lot of people. A lot of people would look at what happened with Todd Gurley, and they'd probably get scared off the Rams, right? And they're thinking, "Ooh, Goff got his money. I don't know if we could trust them." But I think the Rams should be okay on the road here. We don't know the Panthers. You know, I heard Uncle Colin Coward say yesterday with the Carolina Panthers, you would if we told you that they were going to go 11 and five this year, you'd say, yeah, that makes sense. But if we turned around and said this is the same team that's going to go five and 11, you go, yeah, that makes sense. And you do, you can't really explain it. You just know that it's just it's it's what's going to happen. That's the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde of the Carolina Panthers. And I will just throw in there too with Todd Gurley being out last year, uh, Mister Anderson had himself quite, quite a. Good few games there. No, I miss feast mode. <laughs> fat back. The fat back. The fat, fat, fat back. back. It's sad he's in Detroit now. Uh, he'll get utilized up there. Yeah, but he was fun in McVeigh's offense. He'll be fine. Either carry on Johnson or who's the other one that they got? Zenner. The one of those two guys will get hurt halfway through the year from having to pick up for all the slack that Stafford's been throwing around. All right. So Tim, <laughs> the next, the fourth game up on the docket is the Tennessee Titans traveling to the Cleveland Browns, where Cleveland is giving five points at home. Who are you taking? I'm taking Tennessee. 
Interesting. I don't know what we're really going to see from Cleveland yet. I want to see him do well. I think Baker's going to fall into the prototypical sophomore slump. But, uh, I mean, there's plenty of talent on both sides of the ball for Cleveland. I just I, I think Tennessee's going to handle it. And I wouldn't be surprised if uh, a former Alabama running back has himself quite the day. Derrick Henry? Yeah. Yeah. I know, it was so funny looking at pictures of him standing next to Deion Lewis last oh, year. Man, man I really strong. picked the wrong two out of those backs last year in the draft. I think I every did, everybody I did. I didn't get a chance at Henry, Henry, but I thought, all right, I'll take Deion Lewis. It'll be cool. It'll be fine. And he did absolutely nothing for me on a week-to-week basis. I'm saying maybe I average four points. I don't know how you believe in Henry, though. I mean, he's uh, usually good for 40 yards on, like, 15 carries, and you're like – But he'll get a touchdown, though. He gets a touchdown every other week. He was week. At, the end of the, at the end of the yeah, year. He, he was really picking And that's no. when you need him in the playoffs. Go back and look at the tape again, Mr. Mateo. He had, I want to say he had the fifth most touches within the 10-yard line, and he also had the third most touchdowns from within the 5-yard line. Oh, I'm not arguing against that, but, I mean, from a fantasy value of week to week, I mean, he was very, very, oh, very, yeah. I mean, he was at the bottom. He was near the bottom until until that explosion at the end of the year. I mean, he had the volume, but he didn't do anything with that volume. And then he's, he's losing like touches. Harper. Yeah, and, uh, and then he's losing the touches to uh, Deion Lewis. All right, Tim, your last selection here is the wild card game. Give it to us. Who are you picking and why? I am taking the Detroit Football Lions. And they are giving two and a half points on the road against Arizona. I think that's pretty yeah. self-explanatory. The rookie quarterback, nobody's really too sure about him. A new offense, I mean... For all we know, it could be a freaking 45-3 to three route because it's this aerosol offense that I can't remember what the coach's name is, the former USC coach for a day. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> USC coach for a day. Um, He's got bona fides. But at the same time, both defenses suck, dude. And Carrion Johnson had himself quite a season last year for a rookie. He's a rookie, right, last year, Mateo? Yes. Okay. And then I think Kenny Galladay showed us a lot last year mm-hmm. about how he can step up and be that receiver. But Baby Tron. Watch him have himself a huge season this year. I can't argue that at all. At all. Thank you for your picks, Tim. I'm sorry we have to dump you off real quick, but the draft lobby opens up in about 10 minutes, and we still have about mm, 20, 25 of the show left to record. So. Great. So who's got the first pick? Uh, we will not know for about 10 minutes, but that breaking news will be announced probably somewhat during Lytle's Locks, and we'll get Billy's reaction on it too. Do you care to comment on why you chose to give up your spot to Mateo this year? Because Mateo, uh, you're living vicariously through Mateo's team this year. Oh, I'll name it. Timmy, give me a there's, team name. There is no other fantasy owner that I want to give my team to. He absolutely handled me in the league that we were in for one season, and, you know, I just – Mateo needs to be in this league more than I do. That's called respect. Wow. He is in person, in studio. Well, I'm going to name you. Okay. My team's going to be named after you. Maybe uh, Ghost of Timmy or something. Give me a better name. T- text me a team name, Timmy. Duh Browns. Duh. Oh, okay. Duh um, Browns. It could be Harris at D- Tahoe. D- yeah, okay. Very funny. Again, with the with the Roethlisberger <laughs> joke. It's, fun. it's funny, yeah, because Tim, I mean, because uh, Billy had the uh, helmetless Hayabusa's last yeah, year. Which, so. His team name's good this uh, year, too. Okay. Should I just call it Paradise, Timmy? <laughs> Paradise, um, Paradise. You know what? Text me, text me who you draft, and we'll oh, come up with the okay, team Okay, sounds good. I think initially it should be Dub Browns, D-U-H, and then Browns, Duh just Browns for his last name. name. I yeah. like that, too. All right, Tim, thank you so much. We will talk to you again on Sunday. Gentlemen, 
have a great draft. Thank you. See you, Thank Jimmy. you. Bye, Tim. Bye, guys. Put up or shut up. It's time for... Lytle's Locks. I hear that music and it just instantaneously just means football season. At least it does for as long as we've been doing the podcast. We are joined by friend of the show, Billy Lytle. Billy, say hi. Oh, excited to be here. Excited yes. to be here. Excited to be back. And then uh, Mateo giving his first whirl at Lytle's Locks this year. Again, won't always be your your voice won't always be on record, but your picks will be. I'm like a like a animal that doesn't know what's going on. Like everything's new to me right now. Just a very confused. Yeah, I'm so confused right a now. A baby fawn exploring the world, yeah. trying to get its legs underneath it. I like it. Still's got its wobbly legs. Yeah, not not quite ready for you to shoot at yet, Bill, because it's got to develop. Well, you've got to develop the horns for or the the rack first, and then Bill goes out there, finds it, and and takes it down. All right, we took picks from Tim, too, because he wanted to participate. So it's needless to say that this is one of our most popular segments. Bill, how honored do you feel? Um, I'm not surprised, but pretty honored. Not surprised, but pretty honored. <laughs> it's, a it's just the hype that surrounds Billy Lytle. All right, so again, Lytle's Locks, let me explain it to those of you who didn't catch it the first time or weren't listening to us last year. It's cool. Welcome aboard. We get five games, two college, two pros, and one wild card to tie break for the week to figure out what's going on here. So again, Mateo and I abstained from responding to Tim's picks earlier in the phone call prior because we wanted to talk back and forth with Bill about them. The first game, gentlemen, is number 25, Nebraska, traveling to Boulder to take on Colorado. Colorado is getting four points, plus four. Let's uh, start the rotation off with Mateo. Who are you taking first? Nebraska. Any particular reason no why? No insight on. No insight. I'm, I'm not going to give much college insight. Oh, that's right. You're not a college football guy. <laughs> I'm so usually working, gonna, yeah. This never... is going to be fun. So you're just going to be throwing out You're just going to be throwing out picks. Okay, well, for college football. Dartboard. Yeah, right? Just throw it, throw shit at a wall and right. see what sticks. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll like the points. Scott Frost bringing the Huskers back. Bill, what do you think about this game? Uh, I think CU's riding high after last week. They knocked off Colorado State. Mm-hmm. I think they ride that wave uh, at home and can knock off Nebraska. Nebraska I, wasn't too impressive last week. I am going to follow your same same line of thought here because I am going to take the same apply applied thinking that I have with Denver early in the season playing at home and apply it to Boulder. I'm not sure what the elevation is like in Nebraska, and they weren't playing that great last week so we'll see if the altitude affects with them um at all in the second half towards the second half and see if colorado is able to pull off the upset plus four is definitely a lot higher elevation right there you go thank you so plus four i think that's that's totally doable just keep the game within a field goal and uh and we're good to go and i'll be happy there all right no shocker flan hasn't gotten us his picks yet but again he's got till saturday morning to get him in so it's all good next up we have number six, LSU, traveling to number nine, Texas, where the Longhorns are getting six and a half points at home against LSU. Billy, how disrespected should Longhorn fans feel? I would be pretty upset if I was a Longhorn fan, I'd tell you that. They got a stud quarterback this year. He throws four touchdown passes last week, and what's he get? 
that six and a half points. That is disrespect. Well, every year I feel like we're asking ourselves, is Texas back? Is Texas back? They certainly ain't back if they're at home, uh, three seeds behind LSU at number nine and getting six and a half points. Yeah, cracking into the top ten, Texas could actually be back back now. Really? We think Texas might not be the the uh, standard cowboy fan we're going to win it all this year wow the Texas longhorn fan completely different breed than the than the cowboy fan huh so who are you taking uh, yeah I, I feel like they could there could be some similarities there <laughs> for sure who are you taking i'm gonna take texas He's gonna take texas home, that's a big points. line and uh yeah i don't see lsu their line's a little shaky this year. Texas has a good – both those teams have really good defenses. What's the name of LSU's quarterback? Isn't it Joe Burrow? Isn't that, isn't that uh, LSU's quarterback? Yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds familiar. That's 100% it's hard correct. To, it's hard to uh, understand anything Coach O says. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll sound the same it is, boy. Go Tigers. So, I, too, am going to take Texas and the points at home. That's just ridiculous. Like, I can't believe that they're giving them six and a half points. I wonder what Vegas sees that we are clearly not seeing. I'm just sticking with yeah. The clearly, this is an LSU win by a lot. You're gonna take LSU. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go with LSU. Wow, interesting. SEC defense. All right. I assume they have many draft eligible defensive people on their team. <laughs> That's, I'm just going is, by a bunch of assumptions. It is true. By the end of this year, there'll be four LSU DBs, three of which that didn't even actually play for most of the year. That'll be on a big board somewhere. Some, there'll be a D lineman and a couple linebackers and they, too. They scored 55. One was some suspended all year. And we'll go in the first round. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> And they scored 55, so that helps my confirmation bias, oh, too. Oh, so. Jesus. All right. Well, we'll see. I still think Texas can pull that out. All right. Moving on to the NFL, boys. The Rams travel to the Panthers week one in Carolina. Carolina at home getting two and a half points. Mateo, now we're in your territory. What do you think about this game? You know, I went, went, I went and checked the injury status on Cam. He was taken off the injury report. So now I like Carolina, especially with the team going from west to east mm-hmm. for week one. Yeah, I'm going to go in on the Panthers. Is this a, is this a 1 o'clock game or a 4 o'clock game? Ooh, I do not know. Big big difference, yeah. big difference. I would guess that it's going to be the early time yeah, slot. Yeah, so 10 a.m. Okay, so the late slot on a the 1 o'clock coast. game on the East Coast. Okay, yep. I got you. Yeah, that definitely changes things. I'm more likely to go with the Panthers now. huh? So you're going to, so you're going to take Carolina mm-hmm. in the points. All right, we are really going out on a limb here, fellas, for this first week here, playing it real safe. All right, Bill, who are you taking in this game? I like that line of thinking, and I think that uh, Super Bowl hangover is going to be real. Yeah. Gurley's got arthritic knees, man. He's going to need a walker by the second half. <laughs> that is true. That is a huge wild card to see what the offense looks Ugh. like and how they manage Gurley throughout that game. But at the same time, I don't know. That is just a field goal. Do I think that the Ra- I think the Rams probably win this game, but do I think they win it by more than a field goal? That's the question. Which Rivera shows up? The aggressive one that was two years ago or the one that got a little conservative last well, what year? Shows, which Cam shows up? Yeah, That's which my Cam question. Too. You know what? Uh-huh. Uh, last minute change. I'm going to take the Rams here, fellas. I'm going to take the Rams minus two and a half. I still think, I think, well, even if they win by field goal, they, they still get it done. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're, they're good there. All right, next game. Tennessee Titans traveling to Cleveland, taking on Baker Mayfield and those new look Browns. The Browns are giving five points at home. Billy, who are you going with and why? Um, I'm going with the Browns. I'm buying the hype, and I feel that uh, Tennessee's kind of a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. I pretty right much echo the same not, thing. No! I was not thinking there was going to be a quarterback controversy heading into preseason there. And no. everybody's talking about the Browns' offense. It's their defense that's just stacked this year. 
I mean, you have a lockdown end in Garrett. You have a lockdown corner in Ward. They're going to cause a lot of problems. The fantasy football draft room is officially open. <laughs> so that the, was your reaction. The fantasy football draft room is officially open. We have one hour till the draft. All right, Bill, we're about that to That was kick. that notification. That was the – that was that. That was the personal notification there. Are you taking the Titans? I'm sorry. I got distracted by the notification yeah, on my phone. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's a dumpster fire. Oh, you're taking the Browns. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think I it's can't believe that I just called someone not the Cleveland Browns a dumpster fire. <laughs> it's, it's, it's week one, and Marcus Mariota is already questionable to return. The Browns are already, I mean, the Titans are already losing this game, some awkward 18 to 9 already somehow deep in the third quarter. I just, there's, not, I don't believe in the Browns, but this is definitely one of those games where they, A, have to win if they want us to take them seriously, and then B, I think they will win. I think they cover too. It's just. The Titans, is it? Is Mariota going to start this game? Is he going to finish? I think Tannehill might go out there. And not even just an injury thing. I think they might just pull the plug on him. I can't believe they're backing him up with Tannehill. Tannehill's going to show they, they, everybody they that really Miami did. blew it. They that did. Miami blew it. I do like Tannehill, but you're backing up an injury-prone quarterback with another injury-prone quarterback. This is true. This is true. So now you have one full healthy quarterback between the two. No, that works because you get 10 games a season out of both. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> they are should covered. Be, they should have been like the Raiders team two days ago and just carry four quarterbacks. And in a team that barely struggles to make it through 17 game, or seventeen weeks in a regular season, you still have those three extra weeks for in case anything zany happens for your quarterback play. I can't believe this team made the playoffs last year. The they, they literally tripped and fell into the playoffs accidentally last year. That's what the Titans did. Lulling everybody Derrick to Henry sleep. carried them on the, his back Jesus. for the last six weeks of the season. Mateo, are you taking Cleveland? Yeah, Cleveland. Okay, so so far Tim's the only one really going out on a limb here. He's going to get contrary to all our picks. All right, Bill, before we let you go, so that way you can head over here. What's your wild card pick this week? Um... I think the Baltimore Ravens can cover that touchdown against the Dolphins. I feel like I'm going to be picking against the Dolphins a lot this year. I have six and a half. Are you going with a full seven or are you going six and a half? I thought I saw seven. Oh, okay. So you're going to take seven? No, that's cool. I'll go with the full seven. The full seven. So you're going to take Baltimore minus seven. I like it. Just the ballsy pick and not the fact that you picked the Ravens. i got to clarify that real quick as a Steeler fan. Get that shit out of here. All right, Mateo, who is your wild card pick? So I don't have to pick an underdog. I can pick anybody. You can pick anybody, any uh, NFL game. You know, it's I'm just, just a tiebreaker game. I'm just going to go with the Niners. Real then I, then I can, then fucking I can, original, yeah. bro. You want me to pick? I can pick against the Steelers. Real. I mean, that would make me happy, Do too. Do it. I dare you. I oh, triple no. dog dare uh, you. That, oh, no. I have to root for the Patriots. New England. Do it. Do it. New England's yeah. giving five and a half. Was that or Arizona? I actually like Arizona with the points this week at home. You're gonna take you're gonna also take you're gonna take Arizona. I'll go with Arizona. No no see. no homer bias pick. I'll go so with Arizona. So Tim took Detroit. You're gonna yeah, take the so cards. A little plus bit of game theory there. All right, interesting. For my wild card pick, I'm gonna take the Colts plus six and a half. Okay. Andrew Luck is gone and I think everybody's ready to jump ship. This is still a very talented roster. And Jacoby Brissett, while he is no Andrew Luck, is still a capable and somewhat competent quarterback. That's the nicest I can be. Well, All right? You're going up against an L.A. Chargers team that is just the, – the Chargers franchise is just forever cursed. They can't make it through one training camp without anybody staying healthy. Melvin Gordon's holding out. Derwin James you won't see until about week eight or week nine. How much does Phillip Rivers really have left in the tank? They lost their third wide receiver. Need I say any more? What else happened to the Chargers that was horrible this offseason? Well, their quarterback didn't retire. That's what I'm. Uh, well, I like Phillip Rivers. Okay, so relax. But that's what I'm saying. The Colts definitely but have a chance of this get, being in this game. Actually, the Colts crossed my mind. I just plus hate six I, and a half. I hate that they're traveling. 
That's the only thing that I is, hate. That's it's a true. Long travel, but I do like that James is out though. But they play that's in the afternoon. Drop in they defense. play in the afternoon though, so they're playing at one uh, at four or one o'clock our time. Four Still o'clock a their lot time. Lot of travel. Mm. Sorry, I was drinking water there. I really thought somebody's gonna take that for a second. Bill, you don't like that pick? I I like it. I thought the silence was deafening. I was just like, okay, so that's cool. But no, really, we're just gonna get you off the phone so that way you can head over here for the draft because we've got now 56 minutes until the draft starts. So just want to review that. We will touch upon those next week. Billy, it is good to have you back on the show, bud. Sounds good. I will see you shortly. Great to be back. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to Billy uh, when he gets here in person. Thanks, Bill. Talk to you later. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner. Ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. You feeling good about your... Uh, your picks there, your Lettles Locks picks there? Uh, everything but the college. There's a huge bragging rights that goes on, unofficial bragging rights that goes on with that segment. There's a lot of bravado. You'll see this podcast is heavily predicated on, on your ability to pre- predict spreads and dominate fantasy football, especially this time of year. That's, that's where the, uh, the big bosses get to come out. And who won it? I wasn't paying attention. Who won it again last year? Last year was Bobo. Bobo won the championship. He still has yet to collect his funds because he insists on getting paid over Venmo. And I'm like, bro, I have the cold hard cash in my hand here. Well, who won the like? Uh, who won the locks? I mean, oh, Lytle's locks was me. Okay. There was no money put Don't on that. Me. It was just 100% was bragging rights that I'm a better gambler than you. So, and then to be completely honest, pulling the curtain back. I don't even bet the games that I pick on Lotto's locks. I go and I bet the overs and unders in college. So that's how I do it for Bavada's sake, all right? You know, it's just over-unders because the spreads have just gotten to be too reckless or ridiculous. It's just it's fun content. But, yeah, I might take one or two of my picks and put them out there on a parlay. But, uh, but other than that, I generally stick with the over-unders. It's just a lot easier and better to, easier to make money that way. You know, That's what I found. All right, the first winner, loser, first winner or loser in this, uh, Antonio Brown popping back up again because uh, he is not happy with his fine from the Raiders. I believe the Raiders fined him how much? Uh, he was fined thirteen thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars plus another forty thousand. So that brings the total up to about just under fifty four thousand dollars in fines from the Oakland Raiders. Winner or loser, Mateo? A loser, but Amy. Is it Amy Trask who used to work for the Raiders? Yes. She, yeah, she posted that sometimes the teams do this just as a threat, that it's not even that he's being fined. It's that he has the potential to be fined. So and these he, are the, this is a, hey, heads up, you're not above the system. Yeah, and I, I definitely think it's, I mean, as, as Mayak's comments were earlier in the year, it's, it's a threat towards his guaranteed money because I, that's what I assume they believe. he That's his only incentive to be there is for that guaranteed money. Interesting. Okay. Also, did you see the video of AB's new helmet? Yeah, the that's a win. Him getting a helmet endorsement the deal, helmet that's endorsement a win. Is dope, but I'm saying the back of it looks a little weird. It does look like a Power Ranger, but I'm just wondering <laughs> that little lip on the back that makes it look like the back of a car. Like for is that for aerodynamic purposes, or is that? Know. And what does that happens when another helmet hits that? It's gonna be interesting, but they it, it is kind of cool to see the different designs and different helmets mm-hmm. that they're that the NFL is approving. And as long as it's for player safety, I'm all for it. So enjoy your helmet. That also means uh, fun little new face masks and whatnot that come out. Remember, it was, wasn't it Justin Tuck or was it OCU Manure? I think it was Justin Tuck who had the, the super cross Vader, mm-hmm. Vader face mask that they, they banned for a while. Yeah. The NFL banned. And it was literally just the metal 
barb that looked like a giant web. Look up Justin Tuck face masks at home while you're like doing the this way right the, now. Yeah, the D lineman had like the most like intense, like yeah. intimidating. And back in the day, it used to just be the one that split the nose, and then it just turned into this. How crazy can you get it to be? Well, and then it was crazy to think like punters and kickers that just wore the one bar, and, oh, then, and then even yeah. the one like Morton Anderson. Yeah, like oh, dude, it's bring crazy. Back to the good old days. Could you imagine nowadays if somebody playing like that? Put on a leather helmet, you pussies. Yeah, the leather. Right. <laughs> bring it back. Throw it back. All right, next up on the winners losers line, we have Lonzo Ball talking about the Big Baller brand shoes, the ZO2s. He says that he had to manage, he had to carry extra pairs because they'd rip every quarter, <laughs> quote unquote. No one knows the real story about them shoes. Them ZO2s I was playing in, they was not ready. This is from Lonzo Ball. So again, the saga of Triple B Big Baller brand continues to take L's. We knew the shoes weren't going to be that great. The fact that they were charging close to $500 for him was ridiculous. And then come to find out that he couldn't even play an entire quarter in him because they were ripping. Do you think the Lakers are, like, pissed that it's like, okay, now this is when you decide the lash out against your dad's I think it's just wondering, like, it's just at right now, it's just where they've got to be looking at him like, why? Why now yeah. of all times are you choosing to do this? Right. It doesn't make any sense. All through the Lakers, he had to say all the crazy shit about how Luke should be fired. And nope, nothing, not a peep. And then now it's like, you know what? I'm now now keep your name in the news. Why are, you, why are you doing it? Yeah. All right, next up on Winners and Losers, OBJ and Kaepernick were spotted working out together. There is a post that was made via Kaepernick's social media of the two working out together. Uh, is this a win or a loss for who and who? Mateo. I think it's a win for Kaepernick because we're still talking about him and good for OBJ because he's getting some extra work in. My only advice would be do it with your actual quarterback, you know. And that's that's nothing. That's just, you know, in the interest of getting your own timing rights down, you know. Maybe Baker wasn't available, so he worked out with Cap for a day. That's cool. That's fine. Just yeah. make sure you get an, more than enough work in with Baker because you're going to need it this year, you know. So I'll put it down as a W. Yeah, it's a W. Like, you look at you getting your brown shots in before no, the no, season. No, no, well, you know, I, I mean, I do. <laughs> I do. I feel obligated. But at the same time, it's like well, the Browns will show us who they are throughout the course of the season. And, again, I will just sit back and just play the I told you so route. It's really going to come down to the Ravens and Steelers. The Browns are going to make some noise, but they are not for real this year. They're for real. They are not for real this They're year. They're for real. It's okay. It's okay. You uh, can tell yourself. I, I can't wait for the excuses uh, when we when, when we reach by like week, week, but week what? By week 10 or 11, you'll week be like, Week 10, well, I'm allowed to say that they're officially not for real when they're <laughs> sub 500, when they're three games under 500 at week 10. I don't know. We, we might get a good Steelers collapse again. Oh, still, oh no, 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 no. All the drama's gone. We're good to go there. I don't know your quarterback's still there. All right. No, 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 no. He was not the problem. All right. Continu <laughs> continuing on. Continuing on. The running back, the, the salary cap, and the, the sense of appreciation was the problem there from divas and those who yep, definitely. Everybody but Ben. I'm not saying that. Boat ben, trip Ben. Ben has played his fair share of roles awesome. in the past. Oh, God. Probably didn't Steeler. make things any better. God, Steeler fans are Oh, look at this. Flan sending in his Lattles Locks picks hey. now. We'll get those in there unofficially afterwards. All right. Next up on the winners, losers list, Gridiron Heights returns. And that's a Bleacher Reports cartoon about the NFL season. While it is no game of zones mm. about the basketball season, I will say Gridiron Heights is pretty funny, and I do enjoy it. So uh, it's safe to give a W there? Have you ever checked out no, Gridiron Heights? No, I haven't Heights? checked it out. A game, a Worth it. They're one-minute-long episodes. I like that. It's little good for my attention span. One, little cartoons, and they pick on two things that happened that, that week leading up to the NFL and, uh, and always very topical and on brand. And, again, 
I like the Game of Zones because the episodes are longer. You only get fewer of Game them. Game of Zones, the details. It's, it's, it's really so dope. Good. And all the Easter eggs that go into yeah. all the little things behind it's it. It's really like well done. The D'Antoni scene when James Harden meets him, just looking at everything that's on D'Antoni's desk, mm-hmm. the bookshelves, yeah, the book. everything about it is just, I appreciate those cartoons a lot. And it's nice they haven't expanded to like 10 or 15. It leaves you wanting more every yeah, season. Yeah, exactly, done, right. Just perfect perfect give balance. me 10-minute episodes. I'll, re- I'll keep the eight episodes. Just make them 10 minutes. Right. Give me lots of content with them. And they don't even come out with them until playoff time. So there's been plenty of time to play on stuff and and roll with it, you know. I'd even wait longer, and and you don't even have to give me because they never talk about the finals. It's release them during the NBA finals, so that way we have. They should release a, a game of zones for every game of the NBA finals, mm-hmm. and then that way they have plenty of time to develop the storyline as it goes through that little mini season. You know, it's just an idea. I'm telling somebody how to do their job better <laughs> when. I probably wouldn't take too kind of the criticism at my own job. All right, so moving on, next winner or loser, Pete Alonzo of the New York Metropolitans has hit home run number 45 on the season. So obvious winner here, Mateo. My question is, is he on the juice? <laughs> Dude, he's a mashing machine. Is he on the juice? No, he's a he's a stud. No? No. Let's, okay. No, they're clean. Yeah. No, I think Alonzo, I, I'm not going to throw out. Any juicing? The guy's been mashing out like every. He won the home run derby, right? Yeah, he won the home run derby. Dispelling that rumor, one home run at a time. Pete Alonso is doing things for the fans. How did he catch Cody and Yelich? I have no idea. That's nuts. I looked up today and I saw 45, and I said, "Wow, that's." I feel like we don't we don't get there very much anymore. We don't, but it feels still very this year. Yeah, for the pace where they started. I thought we'd be somebody would be close to 60 on pace for, for 60, real, right? For as many home runs have been hit this year, for the leader in the in the majors to only have 45 is shocking. Mm. But at the at the same time, you're like, that's it. But at the same time, you're also like, that's a lot. That's, yeah, it is. I gotta it? respect it. I mean, the Yankees have nine guys that hit 20 home runs this mm-hmm. year. But how that's many guys have hit 30 on the Yankees? Oh shit! What? How many? Probably four or five. That's what I'm saying. God, they, so I it know, slowly it's, it's whittles insane. down, but it's still <laughs> impressive. The yeah. further on you get there, and who knows that the who knew who would have known that the best slugger would have been on the other side of New York. So. All right, next up on the winners-losers list, I have Cyborg signing with Bellator. I believe this is like the questionable he-she from the UFC. Did I have that correct? The b- really big chick well, that always struggled to find fights because well, she, she was like 150. Yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, she's she a she, but, but her, it's what her T-levels were the thing. Good Lord. She is, she is, I mean, she is she, but she has high testosterone, and so that was where a lot of the controversy came when they were trying to figure out the fights. Um, I like it. It's a big win for her to become the highest-paid uh, athlete in that Sport, right? I mean, big for, for Bellator for that, for that company. Big for Bellator. Yeah, they have a nice marquee name that they can kind of, for backer, lack of better term, almost freak show out for their events because you're competing against one, you're competing against UFC. I just you need to have the names to throw out there. I just like I just don't know their women's division. I got to look it up and see if there's anybody that that is on. I mean, nobody's on her level. No, because, absolutely yeah, not. She's but as far as people that she could go fight mm-hmm. for, you know, so that way they could make the money off the name. Because I mean, really, that's what is fighting is. Is you don't like the circus terminology if, if if that if that be the case. Not you personally, but whoever. But that's really what it is. Is hey, I got this name. I'm yeah. gonna hype them up. I'm gonna do whatever I can to play upon racial stereotypes. Or other stereotypes, you know, that that work upon this world to get you to tune in to watch this fight, this freak show, and then hopefully they deliver, and then I'm able to capitalize off of it. Good for her. I'm just happy that because for her, she's had so much drama, and I don't know which yeah. way it was going. I and it know. didn't look like she had the best relationship with Dana. No, her and Dana were yeah. off, and I mean, and something from her social media team came out, and she had to apologize for it. And it just seems like every fight there was some drama. Yeah. So good for her. Good for you, Chris Iborg. All right. 
Next up on, or last up on the winners-losers list, I have the NHL's top-selling jerseys here, Mateo. And this, honestly, you're thinking to yourself, why is this news? Just because I'm kind of interested that the, at some names on this list and how long I feel like we've been talking about them or at least been hearing their names in the sport. So give me one second here, waiting on Twitter to pop up. So number one overall, who do you think it is? You got is it still Sid? Sidney Crosby, number one. No shocker there. Number two, Alex Ovechkin. Again, no shocker there. How long have those guys been playing hockey? They've been playing hockey for right, a long, like 15 years. long time. Austin Matthews, doesn't surprise mm. me there. Young gun, young sensation popping up. He's supposed to be like better than Crosby, apparently. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The hockey guys are listening to this right now, probably shaking their heads. Yeah. Or they agree. Do Americans. Yeah, right? Oh, God, fuck you guys. You guys aren't talking hockey right. And then Marc-Andre Fleury, number four. Mm. Isn't he a goalie? Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird for a goalie to have a top-selling jersey, right? He's a badass goalie. I just feel like that's kind of weird there. And then number five, Patrice Bergeron from the Boston Bruins. Patrick Kane at number six. Other highlights include my boy Vladimir Tarasenko from the St. Louis Blues at number eight. I just like the last name, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. Jonathan Taves at number nine. And then uh, Connor McDavid at number ten. I honestly thought he'd be up higher because he's supposed he's the next – him and Matthews are the two hot young guns in NHL right now. So hot they melt the ice. And I was just surprised that they were so low. Where are sharkies? Him. There are no sharks oh. in the top 15. Oh, no, excuse me. I take that back. Brent Burns, number 11. Whoa. Brent Burns, number 11. I'm actually kind of surprised. Brad Marchand, number 12. Jonathan Tavares, number thir- 13. Mm. Fuck you, Tavares. That, that traitor. Mm. Uh, and then at 14, Claude Giroux. And then uh, Mitchell Marner, number 15. I have no idea. I've never heard of him. No idea who that is. I had a pretty good idea, except Jordan Bennington is number seven. Don't know him. I have no idea. I think he's the goalie for the for the Blues. Yeah, but other two th- goalies. So I have no idea who number seven and number 15 are. Everyone else, I I know who mm-hmm. they are. I know the name. I recognize them, and I've seen them play hockey on the TV before. Right. So don't, ask jo- me, don't ask me what line they're on. Good job, NHL. I could what start position? guessing that. I could start recklessly speculating what Fourth lines they're line. on. No, these are all first liners <laughs> for sure. First liners for sure, offense and defensemen. So, good for the NHL. Uh, so, that's dope. Get your sweaters. Uh, I said top-selling jerseys. They're top-selling sweaters, excuse me. So, I just redeemed myself, hockey cohort, okay? Go get yourselves a uh, top-selling sweater. Sweater. It's time for the hockey season. All right, now it's time for the pop culture update. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. So as we open up the Twitter the Twitter page, the, the Twitterverse, and we look about what's going on in the news, I see that Beyonce's birthday is today. So in order to not piss off the Bayhive, I'm just going to leave it at happy birthday, Beyonce. All positive energy towards Beyonce and, not her, even, fan, and her fan base. Not even a Levitard-esque birthday shout-out from her with the mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith. Yep, nope, nope, nope. It is just... It is just happy birthday, Beyonce. Uh, thank you for everything you've done for music in yeah, the world. I'm at the point of life where I don't want to have to delete my account and restart it and, and create a new handle because of all our fans. Really? So, yeah, yeah. I'm really not trying much to do re- that. Much respect. What's your favorite Beyonce song? Uh, 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 upgrade. Upgrade. How about that one? Yes. 
that one or the uh, the the first one that she did uh, crazy crazy in love crazy yeah, in love that go one's crazy. good but upgrade you is probably a good one too or or uh, single ladies no I take that back I don't really care for single ladies no I take oh, no, no, lovely, lovely, no, lovely yeah, song. you better lovely song in fact Jeff, single ladies get us in trouble single ladies is so great uh, but there's so many other songs I don't even know if I could put single ladies in my top five so to be tbh you know tbch to be completely honest I don't know sorry sorry not sorry. All right, Mateo, what do we have here? You were talking about Little Nas X mm -hmm. before we hit the record button on this segment. What's going on with him? Uh, he was on, is it LeBron's shop? Is, is this his show, right? It the was shop? LeBron's show, but LeBron wasn't on the shop, which made it a better episode of the shop. I'm trying to, fi trying to find it, like a, a bunch of quotes, but basically it was that they were talking to Little Nas X about his sexuality, and then Kevin Hart was in a because he Little Nas was kind of reluctant as he was growing up to come out, mm -hmm. and so Kevin Hart was trying to be like, oh, who cares? You know, if you want to be, you know, gay, you want to be gay. And then Little Nas X kind of put him on the spot and said, hey, you know, from if you're really from the hood, you would understand why it's so difficult to come out in those circumstances. I completely understand. Actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that I'm not that I understand what it's like to come out in the hood, but I understand what he's saying, you know. Yeah, and I and Kevin Hart for somebody who's had issues and lost an Oscar's job for homophobic comments should have been more empathetic for for little Nas X. I mean, he was. It seemed like he was trying to be supportive, but he came from the wrong angle. Yeah. Next up, I have Justin Bieber opening up to admitting about heavy drug use and his struggles with fame in a candid post. Um, Look, man, this is pretty obvious. That kid got famous when he was, like, nine years mm -hmm. old. Before his second ball had dropped, he dropped the biggest hit in all of the world. And every girl in the world wanted him before he even knew what it was like to crank one out into a tissue, okay? So I don't, under, I don't, I don't blame him for experimenting with drugs and just, and, and like, trying to cope with things as, he, as best he could, you know? Like, I hope this is the worst that happened to Justin Bieber is he experimented with a couple of hard drugs and that was it, you know, and just had a couple bad trips, like... I hope we don't find out that he was, like, really jacked up, you know. It sucks he lost what? Selena Gomez. That's one you probably Well, I thought he said he battled, like, depression, and I'm sure he did. I mean, he came through right when the Internet and viral and everything oh, was dude, going. Oh, dude, he took like, off right Yeah, yeah. he had to experience all of that, and he wasn't like the Beatles where he had other people to, to go through this with. He was on his own island, and, yeah, you know, more power to him. Exploited and exploited yeah, and, and flaunted out there. And, and I mean, you know, to be... It, Justin Bieber's had his punk moments, right? Um, you know, and we can pick on him for all these different things and what, what he's done. And, you know, as long as he laughs around with him, too, then it's all good. But Justin Bieber's actually turned out pretty well considering everything that he had been through mm -hmm. up until this point, right? I mean, the lice thing is a little weird, but, you know, you and your wife do whatever you want. You know, you don't use shampoo all the time, so that's cool. It each is their own. All right, last up here in the pop culture update, at least for me, Post Malone has revealed a track listing for his next project, Hollywood's bleeding. Uh, you a big Post Malone guy? I actually kind of like some Posty. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I w I was turned on to him uh, by an ex-girlfriend, and uh, not too bad, but not something I could bump every day. Mm -hmm. But it's to the point now where I can appreciate what it, what he's done musically. Yeah, is that is that nice? Is that safe? No, is I think I think that's safe to say. That's a nice thing to say. Solid. Okay. He's borderline workout music. Sometimes I, I sometimes yeah. Right, I'm fired up and I'm like I want some Post Malone and then sometimes I'm like God, this is not for but my list. But the lift. tattoos, man, the tattoos are so stupid, bro. So dumb. Who am I to talk about another man's tattoos? But always tired. Join the fucking club. The sword on the face, kind of badass. All right, so I'm gonna admit to that. That's pretty cool. The crown of thorns, interesting. Not gonna lie. The teardrops. Who has died near you and who have you killed? Because I know that is how those tattoos work. 
I'm pulling out my my Pokedex on the tattoo, my tattoo Pokedex. I, I just like that he bet on himself with the tattoos on his face. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna be famous or make some money because my right, favorite. That's the ultimate bet on yourself. Look, go home and look up on YouTube Post Malone's first ever music video. It's like back from when he probably learned how to use a music editing and video <laughs> editing software in high school. Why don't you love me? It is fucking hilarious. Check it out. You listen to that and then you listen to where he's come and you kind of appreciate him and then all of a sudden you kind of put up with the clown car sideshow antics and the face tats. The dude making Crocs like a thing, like him oh. having a Croc shoe deal, having a high selling, just selling them What's out. What's great is like if somebody told me that Post Malone showed up to perform in a Big Dog's Hawaiian shirt, jorts, Crocs, and like crumpled white crew Nike crew socks and a stogie hanging out his mouth, I'd just be like, yeah, that, that sounds like Post. And he probably rocked it, probably rocked a show too. So saw him at the Shoreline Amphitheater last year. It was really good. I mean, especially after mm -hmm. a couple of brews. So I like what you're talking about with the outfits, though. Now that I'm getting up there, like generations are different. Like I see him. Is it is it Billy? Is it Eilish or Billy Eilish? Eilish. Like I see what I went through her Instagram. I don't know what to make of her. Just I, I kind of dig her music, but looking at her style, like all these styles, I'm like, God, I'm really out of touch with what people are wearing. Bro, she's or like 17, talking about fucking her friends' dads. Like uh, 16, 17. It's like very uncomfortable what she talks about. She makes great music, but when like, you think about it, you're just like. Excuse you, like what? Like maybe it's not uncomfortable, but it's just like you know, it's just like wow, okay, it's like you not know, not what like, you're expecting, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just this is really what's sweeping the nation, and and other parents are letting their kids do, like listen to this. Sounds, like, now I am just so I am stepping so I am now picking up strides into middle-aged white mandom, where it's just like, <laughs> is this for the children? Is this appropriate? Like no, I have to take that back. I have to I have to be young again. I don't give a fuck, bro. Let Billie Eilish do what she wants to do. I don't fuck with the vibe, but let her do what she wants to do, bro. <laughs> let her do what she wants to do. All right, that'll do it for the pop culture update. Mateo, we have some parting words here. We promised we'd break down the drafting order because people care so much. The draft is officially in 32 minutes. Pick number one. Actually, we're going to start backwards. Pick number 12, Billy Lytle. You, it's okay. You want to be a pick number 12 because it's a snake draft, so that's okay on the back end. Then pick number 11 going to Mike DeWald. It's okay. Then you got Alex at pick number 10. Okay, that's all right. Then you have my dad at pick number 9. Russ, that is not where you want to be. So where's your dad's draft area? I have He has no idea. I think I'm going to have to go run in and make sure dad, that he gets to the draft. it's draft time. I have, to make, I have to give a quick little phone call and make sure that he's gotten into the draft lobby and make we're sure good to his, go. Make sure his app's up to date. Exactly. Well, he ain't using no app. He's on a computer, <laughs> so I'm going to have to walk him through it just like <laughs> while I was sitting, at, you know, sitting on my laptop. All right, and then we have um, the uh, Air Advantage, I believe. Oh, no, Malore. That's Tyler at pick number 12. Billy's at pick number 8, not where you want to be. Flan at pick 7. Defending champ Bobo at pick number 6. We have pick number 5 is Kevin. And then Perry at pick number 4. You're picking at number 3. That means your boys got number 2. And then Quack got the number 1 pick. So we really just get to pick the scraps of whatever's going on. Uh, with with the with the number one pick at least it's kind of nice you make the decision for me I kind of like that really though I'm waiting to see what quack picks I will then react and make a selection there I can tell you right now that I'm looking at either McCaffrey or Camara I'm not looking yeah. at I, I mean I yeah. might I know I talked about Zeke earlier in the show and said if he was there I'd take him mm -hmm. but the fact of the matter is is that I expect Barkley to go to quack and then I want I need a dual threat back and I know for sure that McCaffrey and Camara can fill that need I just no. I haven't seen one draft where Barkley hasn't go gone one everybody's gone Barkley yeah, it's just like, like the David Johnson pick yeah, not too long everybody's ago everybody's locked in on Barkley absolutely so, so I, it looks like I'm, I'm gonna be debating between Kamara and uh 
McCaffrey, which isn't or I'm, or Zeke because Zeke's. I'm telling you, man, I don't know. Oh, I, don't I love know Zeke, Zeke, but I did. If it's it's PPR, I gotta go. Zeke double. might fall to Perry. That could be what happens. I should there, go look yeah. at the rules. PPR, yeah, because you do get a point per reception, mm-hmm. and just for wide receivers, the running backs completely different. Yeah, get yourself familiarized with the rules. All right, guys, that'll do it for us. We have a draft to attend to. We will be talking about it all throughout the season. If you cared at all, we'll be featuring people from the fantasy foot from the cohort sports report fantasy football league because it's just a family thing. And uh, everybody's paid their dues, or they're, they're in the process of paying their dues. I'm excited for this season. Mateo, you ready to get your ass kicked? Big wins this year. What, oh. did, I, what did I do to you last time when we played in the Oliver's League? Big wins. Yeah, okay, sure. I got, I got a trophy in my house Different from scoring, whatever. Right. I was, all the excuses. You talked hella shit. Yeah, whatever. It's back. It's another season of fantasy football. I can't wait. To the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go Beehive. Until next time. Peace. Hey. hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah. Hey. Hey. Niggas talking. I'ma walk. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Setting transits. Niggas late like Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Moving silence. I don't speak upon the violence. Woo. Up you with that. Pledge allegiance to the flagging. Bring your static. Talk your shit and drop your address. Woo. We got time today, so check your rollie and your paddock. Yeah. Backstage, Shorty John Stockton, where's your passes? Yeah. Looking at a start, not Ray Charles, where's your glasses? Woo. Cop card next to us got flipped off like gymnastics. Yeah. Pick six, I'm to the house like UPS with that package. Hey. Office smelling that sweet smell of that short term satisfaction. Hey. My shit in the way blasting. Open doors and go Casper, nigga. Hey. Hey. I'll feature like Jasper. Yeah. Hit that bit with a multi-milli after. Yeah. I remember what y'all broke niggas said backwards. Yeah. Burning bitches with some nicks in this backwood. Yeah, we don't let shit slide. We don't let shit slide. Oh, we don't. No, no, no. Yeah, we don't let shit slide. We don't let shit slide. Oh, yeah, we don't let shit slide. We don't let shit slide. Just like we don't let shit slide